I'm a true to green. You might know me from things like the Fonda Theater, California City Correctional Facility, and eHarmony. Welcome to the Intruder Green Podcast. It's uh, mid, well no, it's not mid-May, it's getting to the end of May here. I feel like it's important to uh, note where we are in time uh, this year of 2020, but not like too close because that could compromise like people knowing where my whereabouts are. You could like triangulate some shit and be like, he's there, let's go get him. So I don't want to do that, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess it's important to do that to like make it a timestamp of sorts uh because like uh yeah as long as the internet is uh a thing which will probably be forever uh out this podcast will be a thing and it'll be like a snapshot in time anyway uh on the pack pod here on the podcast today we got jake kiley uh strung out i think that's how you say his name i tried to say it and he was like yeah that sounds good and i was like well does it sound good or does it sound right and he wouldn't really give me a straight answer so i hope it's right um, I don't know if you have the same name, maybe you tell me or, uh, whatever. Uh, it was cool talking to Jake, uh, cause we, you know, toured a little bit with Strung Out and those guys are fucking rad. And, uh, you know, we talked about their new album, uh, new ish album, uh, and, uh, the beer they're doing and uh, a lot of fucking bands are coming out with beers and stuff. And I think that's real cool. Um, it could be a cool thing if like each band on a tour has their own beer and they like get to sell them at the shows. That would actually be real problematic with all the, like, rules and regulations and stuff. But maybe it could happen. I believe it could. Maybe. Because it'd be, like, the band sponsoring their own tour with their beers. And that would be actually pretty fucking cool. Because, like, why wouldn't you? Anyway, that's uh, talking about far off in the future when bands start touring touring again. And uh, for now, you know, we're doing what we gotta do with the online streams and everything. I thought, you know, I said every... Last few episodes, I keep saying people are going to get sick of those live streams, but it keeps not turning out that way. So I'm thinking, you know, make, maybe we got to get some uh, stuff going on here. Not making any promises. Intruders are fucking hard to wrangle and stuff. So uh, we're all over the place and it's hard to get us in one room together or uh, like online together just to do a thing. But, you know, who knows? Maybe if there's some pressure, we'll, we'll get get something for you guys. In the meantime, I'm going to keep trying to do the... Uh, Saturday cocktail hours and, uh, you know, whatever else I can do for you guys to, uh, you know, make you pay attention to me. <laughs> All right. And then uh, go on to patreon.com slash true green and give me lots of money. All right. Um, it, speaking of Patreon, I got to give a shout out to the producers of the Intruder Green podcast, who are Luke Ellis, Heather Royston, Gem City Sabrina, Vaughn Cotton, Sarah Koenig, Chelsea McNally, Cardboard Box Colony, and Carlos Hernandez. Thanks a lot, guys, for everything you do. Uh, basically giving me money, but also being uh, real cool on online. And like, uh, you know, uh, it's always helpful when you guys like throw questions my way and stuff. And it's not just me babbling, you know, while I'm trying to make a cocktail during a cocktail hour and whatnot. And, uh, you know, let me know what you guys think about that, because I tried to do it on YouTube and uh, I think it went OK. I'm excited to do it the next time because I think I figured out how to like DJ with records and stuff and make it sound real good. So uh, we'll try that when I get a chance. I don't know if it's going to happen this weekend or what, but you know, whatever. Shit happens and you got to roll with the flow. Uh, Roll with the flow? Yeah, sure. Why not? All right. Anyway, uh, yeah, that's where we're at. If you want to, I'll give you the stuff at the top of the the fucking uh, podcast too, as well as the bottom. Get on the, uh, you know, t- talk to me on the Intruder Green calling line. It's uh, plus one six zero eight five three five nine six zero eight. I keep seeing people f- calling in there from all over the, the U.S. And I can't tell if it's actually people who want to call in the co- uh, calling line or if it's like the cops trying to find me. So I don't answer. And then sometimes they don't leave a message. And I'm like, well, I don't know what's going on. Maybe somebody's like being uh, stalkerish or something. Anyway, uh. We'll see what happens. Uh, give me a call there and uh, hit me up on his social medias. Check out the YouTube channel and uh, intrudergreen.com. And uh, without further ado, I want the show. Hello, this is a prepaid collect call from Intruder Green, an inmate at the Herald Correctional Institution. This call is subject to recording and monitoring. To accept charges, press 1.
Ladies and gentlemen, Jake Kiley on the True to Green podcast. What's shaking, Bacon? How's it going, man? I'm good. Oh, it's going pretty good, I gotta say. Uh, it's good to hear uh, your voice again. Um, you too. Yeah. What the? Where the hell were we when uh, we were hanging out? Just the last time I saw you, it was like we were playing a show. God. Yeah. Didn't I see you at the Fonda Theater out here in L.A.? That's what it was. The Fonda Theater. Yeah. That's right. And that was the Gimme Gimme's, right? Oh, yeah. That was a fun. It was like a super. Oh, we, It was flying dates. I think we, we, we did like three shows with them out there. Yeah. And it was a it lot was like of fun. It was like around the holidays. It's That's like right. Christmas kind of thing. That's yeah, right. Yeah, that was sick, dude. You guys were great. They were great. That was such a fun night. Hell yeah, it was great. It was, and it was great to see you guys. It's always fun, you know, when we make yeah. it to Southern California because we're like, first of all, we're in Southern California. Who doesn't want to be there? And then <laughs> second of all, it's, it's like, not so bad. yeah, right. And then second of all, we get to see all of our fucking, you know, friends from yeah. fucking playing shows it's, and it's shit. It's the only time I really see anybody except like, you know, I'm, I'm pretty much a homeboy. So like when a concert comes around, when a good show comes around, that's the time I get to actually see some people. So that was awesome. Mike was there that night. All kinds of friends were oh, out that yeah. night. So it was super fun. It's always kind of crazy, but in like a really good way, you know, like so many fucking oh, totally. people hanging out and it's, it's such i good miss time. it man i can't wait for it to come back you know i know we're like reminiscing here because when did that happen yeah. what was that last that winter was like mid-december it was oh like a little before God. christmas because the gimmies yeah. had their big snowman on stage and all that so it was oh, like that's yeah right. right before christmas that's right and i think we did like a tour <laughs> after that too but not yeah. in Southern California. And it was like, why it the fuck are we like doing this? It feels like a lifetime ago, you know, even though yeah. it's only been, you know, five, six months or something. It's, it just seems so long ago. And yeah, dude, it's crazy. We all miss shows so much now. I know. And I, I don't know how it's going to be. You know, obviously nobody knows how it's going to be nah. uh, when things st- start up again. But uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I hope people have enough money to go see shows because like, you know. People right. talking about their economy having a, a problem by that time, and I believe that to be true. But it's like people yeah. are gonna fucking want that shit, you know? Like it's, it's gonna be tough, you know. But at the same time, music and entertainment has always kind of survived, even in hard times, because it's one thing you can do to like go get yourself out of like you know the state of mind you're in. You, you can oh, go yeah. to a show. You can go vent yourself this way and i noticed it even back in like the recession in like 2007 and 8 like when things were kind of hard shows were still doing really well so i was like wow you know like it's great that people still will come out and like you know get away from their shit for a while like come get entertained you know because come come watch a show so you know maybe we'll have to lower our ticket prices a little but whatever it takes you know i know people are really looking forward to it to come back yeah i think so too and uh that's that's an interesting like that's kind of what i've been thinking it's like People might have to, uh, you know, like lower the ticket prices, or maybe it could be a thing where you like up the ticket prices but play smaller <laughs> venues. We're only gonna play <laughs> yeah. really rich neighborhoods for two hundred dollars a ticket. <laughs> That's the way to go if you can make it work. No, uh, but you know, yeah, no, it's 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 gonna be a fucked up thing. We're all gonna have to go back to like the basics of just you know getting people together. And so, I mean, the, the whole thing is our our scene's gonna be the last thing to come back because of the crowd situation. Yeah, and exactly. Our entire deal is trying to get as many people in as small of a room as possible. Right. So we we the might, nature of but, it is but fun. that's the thing. We might have to be end up playing some really small move small rooms i mean fuck yeah. that's intruder we're probably gonna have to go back to playing basements at this point who knows or or we might have to play really big rooms to like oh yeah people, but with less people you know? oh fuck that would be terrible <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna have to play the palladium <laughs> oh, to shit. 30 capacity yeah. you know 35 capacity but everybody so paid got, like you know, 500 bucks a them. pop to get in there yeah, they, totally. Well, because I mean, it would be just, special at least. But but hopefully people will sneak in. They'll climb in through the roof. They'll come that's in, right. Climb in through the windows. You know, just I would get do the fuck that. in there. Fuck yeah, get the fuck in there. Somehow. That's right. But you know, it's gonna be interesting. I mean, maybe we'll do some streaming things. You know, where you can play through the through the tube. You know, yeah, you can that's play right. YouTube. And well, and so, people are doing that, of course. Um, uh, a lot of that's yeah. been happening. And I keep, I keep, I keep saying this. I basically am on this tinge or whatever where i'm gonna keep saying it until it becomes true that people are gonna get sick of that and uh 
it's gonna like yeah. get, there's gonna be like a burnout uh kind of aspect of it <laughs> but i i don't know it's it weird could. because it keeps happening people keep doing it like i feel like every day i see another like hey this band is gonna do a streaming concert yeah, or something or there's a festival totally. and people are still totally. stoked on it and that's cool like that's I, that's great i'm, I'm at glad. least it's like something fresh you know because all we're doing is watching like reruns otherwise of shit so yeah, at least it's true. something that even if it's not perfect at least it's some sort of like taste of it you know and so far it's just been like uh singer songwriters like guitar player singers well, doing right. acoustic thing because it's hard to get a band together something but like i'm stoked for when like things relax a little bit and like the four and five of us can get together in a room and yeah. actually stream the, the real band playing you know that, right. that will make it more of a fun kind of show atmosphere yeah. and you so. guys have still been doing some stuff though like i i think i've seen some posts on instagram and stuff where you guys are just playing mm -hmm. along and stuff kind of doing like a demo yeah. kind of thing yeah just playing along you know it's at least one thing you can do is kind of walk your uh, you know walk the fans through the songs this is how we play them here it is you know me emphasizing these parts the guitar parts maybe you don't hear on the record yeah so so yeah it's a fun thing to do and our drummer rj he just did one he's gonna put up in like a week so nice. yeah you know it's one thing we can do just being on our own is we can at least play along to our albums and, yeah. and, and kind of do it that way but yeah man we can't wait to actually get a few of us in the room and, and get out there and, and try to do something yeah and then we'll see, dude, when it all comes back, it's going to, I think whatever band's tour lines up with things opening, like no one knows who that's going to be. And right. all their tours are like getting just rescheduled, you know, like, okay, these dates are fucked. Let's reschedule it six months later. And that'll probably have to get pushed back another six months. Exactly. But it's it's going to line up. Yeah, you know? that's right. And it's, it's a weird situation because you don't want to do that to the fans. But at the same time, no. there's a lot of other people who have, you know, their lives their livelihoods are dependent yeah. on this sort of thing yeah so it's like it's a bummer, you kind of you know? have to yeah, get I mean, it done as we don't soon wanna, as possible like, totally totally and we don't want to like sell tickets and then have those tickets not be refunded or something but that, that would yeah, never right. be the case uh, every, every yeah. ticket is going to be either refunded or will be you know used at a future show but i think if you want your money back just get I, I would like to say you can just get your money back for those tickets but it's a crazy thing we had so many tours booked this year we were coming to europe we were, we were in europe like right now oh, we were yeah. supposed to go to canada last month we, were, we had a ton of shit coming up and you know a ton of shows were already sold out and stuff and it's like now we're just sitting waiting and who knows when they're gonna fucking ever go back on sale or be rescheduled but it's gonna work out like you know i, I the, the first shows that come back and everyone's back it's gonna be the most incredible thing i think yeah, I believe that to be true for sure. Um, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like people are just going to be so thirsty for it. They're going to like, you know, it yeah. doesn't even matter what venue nuts, you're playing. Man. That shit's going to sell out in minutes. You know, I'll go down I the hope. street and watch. Fucking, <laughs> fucking knock on wood. Vanilli, I feel like I'm jinxing that's it. The show that happens. Yeah, right. You know, I'll go. <laughs> I'll go see whoever the fuck I can. Hell yeah, Milly Vanilli. I know this guy's still Millie alive. Vanilli. <laughs> Oh yeah, they still they they they're, they're kind of hardcore now. They, they kind of went gangster Milli Vanilli, so it's kind of oh. it's 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 a it's a scarier thing because they realize they, they can't actually sing, so they gotta like uh, they you know they still lip sync, but it's like really hard <laughs> for lip syncing to now. So, nice, <laughs> they lip sync it. They're fucking still, sick of it all. Shit. Yeah, they still do okay. They still do okay in like Tulsa, Oklahoma, and shit. So, nice, you know, yeah. it is what it is. It is what it is. I mean, I would go see that show to be honest. I wouldn't pay money Fuck for yeah. it, but I would sneak no. in for sure and yeah. be entertained. I'd break in a window. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get in there. Hell yeah. But, but yeah, dude. Otherwise, just trying to write, you know, just writing a lot of material while we're home, just coming up with new songs and uh, going to try to get together here in the next week and maybe try to put some ideas together, a couple of us, you know, for sure. start, you know. Yeah. I mean, it. I'll never forget when we were in Australia with you guys. I think it was when we were in Australia. And uh, mm. seeing, I don't remember, you know, seeing some of you string players, it might have been you, mm. and yeah, just sitting down and uh, like kind of going through, I don't know if it, you guys were working on a new song or if it was just right. like when you were already we're playing, but you were like just going off. through, <laughs> yeah. but uh, you know, you were like going through the techniques together and somebody was like, well, yeah. if you do it this way, you can do it like quicker. And then you're like more like on perfect. And it was like, Jesus Christ, guys. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I, I, know, I started nerds. playing punk rock because it was easy. You guys made it not I, easy. I know. 
we lost that memo somewhere. I think I know. We, we, we got the, the thrash metal memo instead. Yeah. And we're like, but, wait, what, how, how many riffs can we put into this song? Right. Fucking <laughs> unnecessary notes. Can we add in this? But, uh, but you know, it works for us. And like that tour was great. Cause you had like Dan from death by stereo there. You had oh, yeah. Jim Blowers from it was, Pulley. It was you know, such you a, some, you know, great guitar players all over. Yeah. So we were just geeking out, like trading guitar riffs and shit. <laughs> oh, for sure. I mean, that whole lineup was fucking great. You, you had like, ska bands and fucking we were mm -hmm. you know we had everything man had it was fucking a fun hot lineup. sounds was and on no there. one got paid that was the best part <laughs> yeah that's true oh <laughs> motherfucker tour. yeah basically i mean yeah there was some that, that was pretty fucked up but you know like uh, it, was, it was a charity to benefit ben the promoter and it was a secret charity <laughs> that's the coolest part yeah was, no one knew it was charity, a charity yeah. until we all got not home. even a band and it was surprise yeah surprise guess who's not getting paid all of you <laughs> that's right <laughs> um that's oh yeah but, it was but it was up. two weeks in australia with you guys and it was a free trip nonetheless yeah so, that's fuck, true I, who am i to complain you know oh yeah I don't know. Did we ever tell you what happened to us on our way back from that? I don't think so. We uh, so the the same guy who the charity was for gave us our itinerary for flights home, and uh, he fucked yeah. up the timing. So we thought we were oh. flying out at ten in the morning, uh, like the day <sighs> after uh yeah. the, everything, and turns out we were supposed to fly out at ten at night that night, <laughs> oh, the dude. the day before. So we totally that missed sucks. our flights. And got stuck at the fucking airport. And I don't remember. Was the last show in like Perth or something? Yeah, it was yeah. all the way over there. Yeah, so like everybody else already went back, you know, to like civilization and stuff. All the fucking yeah. TMs were gone. All the bands were gone. We were just fucked. Yeah. And uh, you guys were just stuck there in Perth. Yeah, so we were totally fucked. And then like, okay, this is the real fucking kicker. We're sitting there on, on on call with the airline and using a payphone because, of course, none of our cell phones work there. Um, yeah. And they're telling us, oh, well, yeah, we can get you on another flight, but you're going to have to pay this fee. And we're like, okay, mm. here's our credit card. Just get us home because we got another tour to yeah. start. And they're like, oh, your credit card's not working. We're like, what the fuck? Okay, use the payphone to call up the credit card company. And the credit mm. card's like... They're like, oh, yeah, we got all these uh, weird transactions on your card. So we shut that shit down. And we're like, oh, what weird transactions? We didn't use this shit. But we have put yeah. our card down for all the uh, hotel rooms that, uh, right. that, that, that great promoter. The bar shit and stuff. Uh, no, not even. Uh, so, no, just like the incidentals. Like uh, any, yeah. any, any damages go on a credit card, except that sure. uh, apparently none of the rooms were getting paid for. So oh, the hotels wow. were trying to charge our cards for like <laughs> oh, all fuck. the rooms from all the bands. Oh no. I don't oh, know if man. that happened to anybody else, but th that that's what happened to us. And luckily the bank was Holy like, shit. Oh, we're gonna shut that shit down. And we're like, All right, buddy. Yeah. Um, but wow. it still fucked us in the end because we couldn't uh use the card to fucking to rebook our flights. flights. Yeah. yeah. So, but luckily, uh, honestly, I got to give a shout out to, uh, even though the business has struggled and like the whole airline business has struggled, when we kind yeah. of like explained to them what was going on, Virgin mm -hmm. Airlines said, don't worry about it. We got you flights. They're paid for. Wow. Just don't worry about nothing. And like, That's we awesome, were forever man. grateful to like that airline for doing that. Plus they're a pretty cool airline anyway. Um, yeah, but yeah. they're kind of like, uh. I don't know. They don't do Virgin Atlantic anymore or something. So it's hard mm. to like actually book flights unless you go to Australia. But yeah, that right, was fucking yeah, that's, crazy for that's us. The thing. That's that's crazy, man. It's so gnarly that that guy was just scamming everybody and I that know. he was trying to stick you guys with the hotels. And they were putting us up in expensive hotels. Like it wasn't like. Oh, yeah. We were partying like hard. To, they were trying to make it look like this tour was fucking full on top notch. And it was, <laughs> except for the fucking like money that. thing. Yeah, right? Um, that's yeah. so gnarly. It but that's cool. You guys so got great. home, man. What a nightmare to deal with. Yeah. What a fucking bummer. The other thing was we got stuck there for a day because when they rebooked our flights, they wasn't till like twelve hours later. So we we're like, right. what the fuck are we gonna do? Hang out in the airport for twelve <laughs> hours? So you guys had to wake up early on the first day just to not even have a flight. That well, sucks in itself. Do you? And then you couldn't even get out of there for another day. <laughs> yeah, that's bullshit. Do you remember that uh, that that tour was like sort of sponsored by Sailor Jerry? Yeah. And they kept having like reps at the shows and stuff. They'd have the little guy with the little table and the bottle. Yeah. Yeah. Or some pretty ladies, which was extra cool, whatever. Um, totally. 
Well, like the last night, uh, one of the, 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 I guess he's like the brand ambassador in basically probably all of Australia uh, came mm. out. And I started making friends with him and stuff because I was like, I love this rum. You should give me some yeah. more. And we, we, we talked right. a lot. And he like gave me his card. And I was like, what the fuck am I going to do with this? But yeah. I, ca- I held on to it. So then we were in like Australia and we're stranded. And I'm like, well, fuck it. I went up to the computer kiosk and emailed the dude. And he got back to me. No way. Yeah, he got back to me and he's like, he's like, okay, here's the deal. Uh, my buddy owns a bar. I'm going to pick you up in my truck so you guys can put all your fucking gear in the back. And we'll go hang mm. out at this bar. You can fucking have some drinks and use the internet yeah. and fucking be cool. Until your flight That's leaves. So and it was so amazing. Like just on a whim. That's awesome. Yeah. So uh <laughs> yeah, I don't dude, remember his real name. There, dude. Everyone like works together to like oh, you know, if there is yeah. a problem, everyone like doesn't they, they 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 fucking fix it, you know. Like on that tour, I remember the crew guys, all the guys that were hired to like put the tour on, they realized they weren't getting paid like mm-hmm. the last couple days. And they were still just like, Fuck it, we're gonna work every day, we're gonna make this finish this tour to the end. Yeah. And those dudes, we owe it all to them, you know. And Absolutely. they all got stiffed on it too. But just everyone down there is just, they're so badass. They just want to like make everything, yeah. you know, happen good. Everybody Except but one. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Except for that asshole. Yeah. Oh, it's so weird because you like, you, you know, I'm sure everybody met him early on when the tour started and it was like, okay, right. cool. This guy's doing a real right, cool thing. Fine. Yeah. And then it was like, yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> I know. The only people that were kind of wise were the Death by Stereo guys. And I don't know if you remember, they like oh. straight up cornered him. Oh, yeah. They I heard they were on, on like, the, the second show. And they're oh, like, really? give us our fucking money. We need our fucking money today yeah. before we go on. Yeah. And they got they got their fucking money before they got on. They, they're, they're the only band that actually like got paid. And um, yeah, those dudes fucking, like, they, they, they were a little bit, they had some insight into the situation. Yeah. Well, good for them. I would probably pay exactly. Death by Stereo money if they threatened me even if i didn't owe them money <laughs> because oh, uh totally uh yeah they I could would all go rob a bank if those guys just like were like give me fucking money be like okay yeah <laughs> i'll be like all right i guess i gotta do this now because otherwise i'm probably yeah. gonna die <laughs> otherwise i'm gonna get beat yeah <laughs> but but yeah dude good, good times though all around like i'm saying you know can't complain because there's great shows good times with you guys it's, it's, it's all around a good experience it was it was like i don't know for me you know it was worth everything we had the chili yeah. cook-off, beautiful hotels, good times. Oh, yeah, the chili cook-off. That was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> that was super funny. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, you guys uh, got some beers coming out, right? Or are That's already right. out? Um, yeah, yeah. We, uh, we put out a beer, gosh, it was about two years ago with a brewery called Lucky Luke. They're out of Palmdale, California. Nice. And then we just released two more beers just uh, about a month and a half ago. So now we have an IPA that we just put out. We have a Hefeweizen we just put out. And then we have a Golden Ale Kolsch-style beer that we've had for a couple of years. So, yeah, we've got three separate beers now. And they're they're all pretty kick-ass. They're all like 6.1 to 6.4. And yeah, then that's the what you IPA want. IPA is 8%. You know, oh wow! Yeah. So yeah. that's like a, like I don't know. Would you call that an like an imperial IPA or whatever? Sort of, yeah. It's kind of like a hazy IPA, I guess. Because yeah. IPAs are so heavy and they can be pretty bitter. This one's nice. Oh, yeah. Like it's it's still got that IPA flavor, but it washes down really good and oh, it doesn't good. like linger too much. So yeah. I'm not even a big IPA dude, but I really like it. And oh. at eight percent, you need like three, and you're fucking good. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Three, yeah, I I can do three. That sounds good. Even 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 two. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, no, yeah, yeah you were right. Three, three's good. <laughs> you'll be, yeah, you'll yeah, be very happy. It's uh, they pack a punch. So, yeah, so they're cool. So we got those out there. You can get them on craftshack.com. It's like a mail order alcohol beer mail oh, order nice. place. So craftshack, so, kind of the only place to get it outside of California. Because right, right. That's kinda, what I was thinking. It's almost like a mafia. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, that's just the booze industry in general, I think, you know? Yeah. Um, they don't want you bringing the stuff across state lines unless you have, like, a local, like, guy making it, too, and oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. It's pretty funny. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, but. Mass Intruder hangs out a lot in another uh, beer beer industry state, so uh, we know a little bit about yeah. that, how that goes. That's right. Um. Yeah, man, that's right. Yeah, we actually, we had a beer, too. And it was made by this company from, uh, yeah, from Chicago. And uh, nice. they had like a festival and everything where they had our beer on tap. And it was like, we were all fucking stoked. Oh, yeah. You know, we played at yeah. it and everything. And we were all stoked. And 
I'm pretty sure each of us got one cup of it. And it was oh, no. fucking delicious. And it was like, all right, we played our set. Now I'm gonna go get some more of that beer. Oh no, man, we only <laughs> they only brought one keg out, and it was like long uh, gone. And I was like, man, what the fuck? And then uh, they brewed it again since then. And every time it's like, nope, it's gone. Sorry, guys. Oh <laughs> like, uh, man, give me some uh, of that yeah, shit. Yeah, they they need to make some more of that, dude. People would love to get their hands on it. Yeah, you know, it was like the branding was real cool, and like I was sto- so stoked to drink some more because it actually tasted yeah. good. You know, it was like a solid IPA. Um, oh, nice. Know, yeah, you know, it was it was real good stuff. But uh, you know, mm. we still got to talk to those guys and fucking uh, I don't know. Maybe, yeah. maybe we need to get the uh, Death by Stereo guys to go talk to them for us. Yeah, like, I think they would be the ones to make it happen. You know, we you feel know, like with their with their track record. Yeah, it's like ladies think we're pretty scary with these masks on, but like I don't know, it doesn't work when you're trying to like get something from somebody it's because you guys are so pretty under those masks yeah I get, them, yeah that's right it's true i mean we're pretty we're, i think we're pretty with, on top of the mask that's where yeah, i go with yeah. it yeah that's right yeah. <laughs> nice but yeah man the beer thing's fun like you know no one's getting rich off it but like we're selling enough to keep it going and like we get a lot of free beer they'll send us like pallets of like beers to our practice room and then oh, that's we'll cool. bring home you know a couple cases so so it's great you know they're great dudes over there lucky luke has been really cool on us on, on yeah. the whole process so hell yeah really fun do you, do you know if they so. deliver to europe Probably not. I'm not yet. <laughs> See, that's the thing. We're trying to get to Australia. We're trying to get oh, to shit. Canada and Europe. We, we have lots of people hitting us up asking for it. Now it's just trying to get that demand. So we're talking about actually licensing the recipes to other brewers in, in maybe Australia and Europe and overseas. Oh, so yeah. they can produce it under license. And then it's still going to be the, the Astrolux Golden Ale or whatever. But it'll yeah. be made through a different brewing company. Oh, well, that could be so, cool. Maybe, we might have to talk yeah. a little more about that because, I, I don't know, Leipzig's a cool town in it, it could be a good thing. Maybe I would love to help out if I possibly could with that oh, being in you. a different location. Oh, hell yeah. Absolutely. I want to drink bud. beer. Yeah, man. <laughs> Everyone likes beer. Everyone wants beer. Yeah. You know, there's nothing wrong with Don't beer, think I'm not so. in in this, like, not for myself. I mean, I definitely want to be helpful <laughs> to friends and stuff. But, like, yeah, I really just want to drink <laughs> beer, you know? Pretty much. That was one of the motivating things to get me into this whole scene. <laughs> That's you know? right. I can play guitar and get beer at the show. Fuck That's right. Yeah. Fucking A. Ha <laughs> ha. Yeah, it works, man. It works. Do it, kids. (laughs) Absolutely. Guitar players, I bet you thought you were shit out of luck when it comes to finding your dream guitar amp. You know, you go on some auction site or something and it's all crap. (laughs) Yeah, well, that's because, you know, you got to look in the right place. And the right place is Yeah Man's Vintage and Used Guitars. They got exactly what you're looking for. Now, I know what you're thinking. Aren't they located in like Switzerland or something? Yeah, man, they are. Burn Switzerland to be exact. But you know, you can uh, get on the internet and you can go check out the website, yeahmansguitars.com, and uh, you can order stuff on there. So, uh, you know, it don't really matter where the heck you are in the world. You can just get on their website and uh, find all sorts of cool stuff that you're looking for. And you might not even know that you wanted it until you see it on there, and there's a lot of good stuff. Uh, if you got something specific you're looking for and need some help finding it, just hit up Yeah Man Guitars on the electronic mail. That's the email. It's like 21st century and you got email and websites. It's like amazing. Some people would call it magic. Some people would call it science. I just call it, I don't know, crazy shit. Uh, yeah Man's Guitars at gmail.com. As far as email goes, it's where you email them. And while you're at it, get your band a tour in Europe and stop by the shop. Michael and the rest of the crew would love to meet you, I'm sure. And you could tell them Green sent you. Yeah, man's vintage and used guitars. Thanks for listening to the Intruder Green Podcast. By now, you probably heard about our sponsor, Stupid Rad Merch Company. And if you haven't, then listen up, because I got to tell you, Stupid Rad Merch Company is a great web store with a bunch of your favorite bands at stupidradmerch.com. And if you're in a band and need some work done, they can get you totally covered for a modest price and super quick turnaround time. But don't just take it from me. Here's what the ladies from Bad Cop, Bad Cop had to say about it. Yeah, you know. Great ideas. It's always pushing, always moving. Simeon is delightful to work with. He's yeah. very responsive and professional. and It's the quality of the shirts. I like them. Yeah, high quality. High very, quality. Very well done. Very well done on the ink. It, it really feels is. like a family again. Yeah. It feels like it's, it's a place where you can, you can trust what's happening. And don't forget to use the code PRISON at checkout and get a 15% discount on all stupid red branded apparel that's 
P-R-I-S-O-N, I think. I don't really know how to spell, but those are the letters they told me to say. StupidRadMerch.com StupidRadMerch.com <laughs> so, But, uh, yeah, dude. <laughs> I was listening, I was just catching up listening to the latest album, which... I guess I would still call it the new album. I don't know. It came yeah. out last year, right? Yeah, it's last year. I still look at it as like brand new. Right. Yeah. Until you come out with the next one, is it's the new album. Yeah. Yeah. It's the new one. Yeah. Um so. and you know, fucking good stuff all around. I love that you guys Thank are you. like uh I don't know. You're like you're on fat records. You you guys have always been on fat, right? Like you yeah, you never really uh went out with nobody else. Uh, unlike some bands I know, I'm talking about my <laughs> band. Um, but uh, anyway, like <laughs> that's fucking great, and it's. It, I love that you guys are like. Oh, I don't know what I'm trying to say, other than you, be, because you guys have such a like specific style. You're like that technical band, and you fucking rip, and it's like unapologetically, uh, fucking. Like we were talking about before, like people are like, oh, punk rock, it's simple stuff. And it's like, or it could right. be like this. And you fucking, <laughs> and like, holy shit, yeah. what, really? And it's like, fuck yeah, dude, fucking check it out. Well, you know, to us, it's just kind of fusing influences that are things that were just big, big in our lives, but maybe didn't get combined all that often you know so it's like okay cool let's take aspects of hardcore and punk rocks you know skate punk west coast melodic punk but yeah. use that with like the heavier kind of thrashy kind of stuff you know more yeah. of the chuggy rhythms the more distorted guitars you know more solos we, we always had that and in the 90s when we first started that shit was like not cool at all like no one wanted to hear guitar solos in like 1994 no one wanted like double bass drums and we were just kind of like yeah. fuck it like if there's anything punk rock about this this. it's just do it on your own terms like absolutely do it for your own satisfaction yep. do it because you like it and don't even give a fuck if someone else likes it and you know and i think as long as you do that and make yourself happy you can like live with the end result of whatever you put out oh, for and sure. that's what we do and luckily we found some people that dig it and they're okay with like our fusion of all the shit there's plenty of people that don't get what we do and that's fine too but um it's just for us you know we we do it if even if no one came to see us you know yeah. we'd write this shit and that's try to make these songs yeah that's the way to be but the fact that you guys are <clears throat> successful definitely helps i think that helps for the well, longevity cool of it, you know yeah <laughs> but you know i just think there's always somewhere more you can take it there's somewhere else you can take it you know like we i, I love our roots i love the places we came from on our early records and I'll, I'll never be a guy that like doesn't want to play those songs i love those albums but i want to build on that you know i want to take it somewhere further still i, I want to take that oh, initial yeah. idea and still just keep pushing it, you know? Oh, yeah, for sure. And, uh, you, you know, it's a very dyna dynamic album. Dyna Thank it's you. It's dynamite. All right. <laughs> it's dy dynamic. Dynamic might. All right. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's very good. And uh, so, but well, thank you. if you could tell me about that, like what it was like growing up, because uh, you guys started, in, I think, I read 1990. Was that what yeah, like ninety one, the guys started doing it, like or like sometime mid ninety one, I think is when Jim, Rob, and Jason kind of started it off, you know, and yeah. went through a couple different drummers. Finally, got a drummer that I was good friends with, and he brought me into the band in like All summer right. of ninety two, and then we just kind of kept, you know, playing shows, playing parties, doing anything we could. Met Fat Mike, oh, traded yeah. him demos, you know, just kept making demos, and finally he was like, "Cool, let's let's do a record." So it just really came around really naturally, but it was. Um, you know, we just happened to be at the right place at the right time, and we were we were very. You were definitely you know, in the right motivated. place. <laughs> I think I think <laughs> that the place that you're in is kind of like the right place all the time. <laughs> well, you know, we've we've had good timing as far as a lot of it, but then again, I think we've also sort of because we've done things so our way and yeah. didn't really want to compromise. I think we kind of missed some opportunities there, at least in like a commercial sense, but whatever like i wouldn't want to put out something just in a commercial sense and even if it's really successful then you're just kind of known for that where yeah. you know we're happy with the success we've had we're happy with the level it's been at but um but yeah dude i mean when 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 this kind of music hit it was like perfect timing to be to be doing it but um we just wanted to keep pushing it and not just be like green day or offspring or some of these bands having really big commercial success right. we knew that would change and that would go away so we needed to try to carve our own little 
you know, sound and, and things. So luckily yeah. there's still kids that like what we're doing. So I guess well, we, we, you know, did it somewhat right. And of course, like, that's a major thing you got to do. Like if <laughs> you could just try to be like one of those other bands, but then you're just going to be like one of, one of those 5 yeah. million other bands that came out in the nineties trying to sound like totally. Green Day or the Offspring. Totally. And, uh, you know, totally. like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And yeah, so that's you guys why did your we own kind of wanted to just kind of you know push push into other territory a little bit, involve some other more heavy metal kind of things. But the the part of metal that we liked, not of the course. fucking bullshit poser like douchebag shit. We we <laughs> yeah. like the fucking ugly fucking dark side of metal but right. like the, the technically fucking like metallica and slayer and the shit where they're playing just crazy gnarly shit but it's really fucking dark and heavy so yeah. i was always attracted to that and then that mixing kind of with like the skate punk kind of more positive kind of music <laughs> kind of a funny combination to put together right but, but um, i think that's but, that's the know, thing like, that's almost i mean i hate to call it a formula but that's kind of like if if yeah that is like the closest thing to a formula that you guys have and it Kinda, fucking yeah. it's it's beautiful because it's, you do make it work like is it's our as well as i could possibly know. imagine it working you guys do it thank you thanks so much but you know what we're doing is just taking what like suicidal tendencies had done and just you know oh, yeah that's true just take doing it our way you know just sure. taking influence from rkl suicidal you know xl bad religion all these bands that were doing the stuff way before us and influencing us and then it's like okay cool what can we do to pay tribute to this and then yeah. also maybe throw in something that's a little bit more on our you know something that maybe they have haven't done if we can so right. yeah you gotta so you gotta put thing, your own you know? twist just, just on take things. your influences and, and be true to your influences but also twist it in your own little way and create something you know because we only have 12 notes to work with so we gotta do something <laughs> to try to make these fucking 12 notes different than your 12 notes or that's different right than their 12 notes it's true you know? but it's funny man yeah that's <laughs> right um so was that kind shit. of was that the kind of stuff you were into like when you started playing guitar or like how did you get into like punk rock how did you start playing guitar and like what was it like uh for jake kylie as a kid yeah. a confused yeah, kid probably into, like, you know what i would hear on the radio in the most beautiful of, like, part like of america yeah I, I, sorry to talk over you. I just like no. the shit I would hear on the radio, like, you know, like, like let's go crazy from Prince, like that guitar solo at the end. I was just like, Holy fuck. That oh, sounds yeah. fucking it's sick. You know? Time, and yeah. then getting into like twisted sister and shit like that, you know, and then getting into the heavier stuff uh, based out of that, you know, discovering Metallica and the, the thrashy shit and then misfits and descendants and uh, all that was kind of an evolution, you know, and then I liked aspects of all of it. So it's like, cool, how can I combine some of these aspects? And when I saw Strung Out play a party, it was like, dude, these are the guys. These are the dudes that are doing what I would hope to do, you know. They've oh, yeah. got awesome, like, Descendants, Bad Religion type parts, and then they'll go into, like, heavy Slayer type parts and, like, Iron Maiden solos. I was, like, stoked to see it. And then it just so happened I was able to get into the band, like, about a year later. But So were they, they just a three-piece then? or something. Were they just they a were three? four piece? Okay, and they then somebody piece, left yeah. or something. They yeah, they had a different drummer and just one guitar player, and then they ended oh. up adding me as the second guitar player. Okay, yeah, because uh, duh, you guys are a five piece. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no worries, man. Yeah, was, there's five of us now, but um, but then they were a four piece, and I was just like, wow, this is this is unique. You know yeah. what this band is doing, <clears throat> especially around town. Like I've never seen any band. Everyone wanted to be like Jane's Addiction. Or everyone wanted to be like, sure. you know, Chili Peppers, stuff going on in like 91, 92. Oh, yeah. And, um, you know, here was a band that was doing thrash metal and Descendants and Misfits covers. And I was like, fuck yes, you know, get me in. <laughs> yeah. It's funny, too, because and it's kind of like you guys were like the anti-grunge band. Nothing, not that, I don't know if you totally. have anything against grunge, but it's like, you know, that's what was happening, too, back then. And yeah. it's like, oh, yeah. You guys time, were man. like, how about the opposite of that? <laughs> yeah grunge was huge like rage against the machine like as a guitar player grunge was pretty fucking boring you know because i was oh, coming yeah. from the like pr pretty advanced like you but know again, randy Rhodes, eddie van halen yeah. type playing oh for then, sure then it's like kurt cobain really like okay cool i guess i'll learn that song <laughs> right <laughs> fucking, yeah it was so like under par and then so it was like okay cool like that that music isn't what i want to do yeah. what else is going on right now and punk rock was like the natural you know evolution 
like most of our bands were kind of old metal bands, you know, not to give away too much, but like Lagwagon, Propagandi, us, we were all metal heads that oh, were yeah. pretty metallic sounding bands. If you listen to us in like 90, 89, 90, but then, you know, that all kind of morphed over into the more melodic kind of thing. And everyone turned the gain on their amps down a little bit, but they kept the riffs. <laughs> yeah. So it was like, you know, that's why everyone's great guitar players, you know, in, in the fat record scene is because most of them are coming from playing, you know, Iron Maiden and Metallica and Slayer oh, for and sure. shit. So, so it came, it came from that background, but then it became more of like, let's let's put those eight-minute songs into three-minute songs or two-minute songs, and let's get to the point a lot quicker. Let's make the solos, you know, 20 seconds instead of two minutes. You know? <laughs> yeah. like, let's, let's just That's slim this whole motherfucker down. You yeah. know? Let's just slim this fucking thing down and make it just a little bit less pompous and, you know, dragons and spandex. We don't need that. <laughs> but we, but we do want you know we do want some high gain amps and we do want some loud drums so we'll keep that you know? yeah so that's right it was it was like picking I mean, shoes at the same time if you guys did decide to go for it like especially after this whole uh, you know fucking uh, yeah. social distancing situation <laughs> happens yeah. and you just all came out in spandex leopard print spandex with fucking pyrotechnics you know, why and not? shit I would eat it up. I would love Why it. Why not, right? Mm-hmm. You know, this, there's, been, there's never been a better time to reinvent yourself than coming out of this quarantine. That's so right. So you're totally right about that. You're It'd absolutely be like, right. That's, so I why, think yeah. that could be like the why, next why movement. Even... America comes out. <laughs> Everybody comes out. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> like we're just going to come out just full-blown, you know, you just, just, yeah, dude, I mean, why not, dude? Spandex, wigs, let's get <laughs> fucking butt implants. That's right. But, you know, let, yeah. let's fucking sell this That's motherfucker. But, <laughs> but, 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 yeah, dude. I just think, like, honestly, I, I hope I'm still in. I, I, I feel like I've been like taking it good. You know, like I've been trying to hike, I've been trying to walk and get out of the house. You know, but oh, you got to. It's gonna be hard getting out of this. You know, some people probably aren't gonna leave their house for like a year, so it's gonna be trippy to like get back into like a social or yeah. even playing music with other people again. Or just know? like, I don't know. Yeah, like I, I, I am on the same boat. Like, I try to be, you know, exercise and stuff. I'm trying to take this time to, like, you know, actually get into shape a little more. Um, right. And But imagine how many people are just, like, falling apart because they don't just do anything. Just throwing it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Just caution to the wind right yeah, now. Like, fuck it. I mean, give me two more Big Macs, you know? That's right. <laughs> I mean, fuck. McDonald's is open. You can still go through the drive-thru. But, uh, yeah, dude. Probably should. It takes um. It takes a lot of self-discipline right now in this time to really like to keep yourself kind of from from throwing all that shit out the window, you oh, know, yeah. just going fuck it. Who am who am I trying to stay fit for? Who am I trying to right. you know, I mean, it's funny, dude. People are just so like probably over the people they're around right now too, so they're just like, "Why <laughs> do I care about looking good for you?" Right. You know? I mean, I fuck will you. say that I haven't uh, you know, I, I keep forgetting when the last time I showered was but then, like, every time I come to that realization, I'm like, ah, shit, I don't remember, but I should probably shower, so I'm just going to go do it. Yeah, totally. <laughs> but you need to, like, force yourself, because there's no reason to now. Like, there's yeah, no reason to not rough. wake up at 2, 2 p.m., you know? There's no good reason right. to not go to bed before 5. Yeah. But the thing is, if you get conditioned to that, then this is going to be hard coming out of this, you know? Like, oh, yeah. how you are during this is going to be how you come out of it. So I'm, I'm really trying to, I mean, it's, it's it gets harder every day, but I'm still trying to stay motivated, still trying to play as much guitar more than I did before this happened. So yeah, dude, it's, it's, it's like a weird (laughs) struggle internal. It's an internal fucking struggle with yourself to stay motivated. It absolutely is. Um, but you know, like, uh, there's always shit to do, you know, whether you improve your own skills or like, I don't know, totally. Cut learn to walk on your hands, you know, there you go. Like it's all on YouTube. You can learn karate on YouTube. You know, there's a there's a straight up lesson from white belt to black belt. It's like 400 videos, but it'll take oh, I believe you it to, be to being true. a fucking Mr. Miyagi. Huh? Yeah, I mean that's the thing. It's like uh, people want to complain and stuff, but I feel like, and I keep saying this too. This is like the best time in the history of the world to have this problem. Yeah, you know, totally. Like, you're right. Yeah, like what if this happened in the 70s when no one had shit except dial-up phones? Like, it would have been fucking crazy. Or like, what was it? The like the French? No, the 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 Spanish flu. That was the big one that hit America. Yeah, and that that was was like the last time we really dealt with something like this. And it was like, yeah, they didn't have shit back then. 
No, yeah, right. Like th- it was like a newspaper boy on the corner yelling about what was going on. Right. And that was like that was CNN, you know, back in 1918. It was like, here are the, the, yeah, the flu is taking more today. It's like. It's so much better now that there's actually uh, you have access to we can video chat, you know, through video space phones that we have now. So I can like see you if I want, you know, I, I can mean, have, you like, can do what we're doing call. right now. I'm on the other side of the world and we're having a conversation, you know, yeah. like, fuck yeah. yeah. It's so cool. So like there's that, you know, you can go on YouTube and learn about anything. You can learn any instrument. You can learn any, you can learn karate. You yeah. can learn to be a pro- fucking doctor probably like on YouTube. So it's really, what do you take out of this? Cause it's all at our fingertips. So it, are you just going to sit home and eat ice cream and watch fucking Jerry Springer reruns? Or are you <laughs> going yeah, to really a bit. learn something? You know, I like, I'd like to learn piano during this time off. I'd oh, like yeah. to, you know, become twice the guitar player I am. I'd like to like do all kinds of shit. It's up to me if I make that happen. But, wait, um, wait, wait. But it's an, Okay, it's I got to stop you though. I got to stop you though. You want to become twice the guitar player you are? Are you trying to fucking blow up the world, bud? Come on. How <laughs> about much. like pretty much plus like <laughs> plus like 0.25 the guitar player you are. Let's keep everybody <laughs> safe here. We don't want to fucking, you know, you, you can melt just, the roof you can melt faces just, <laughs> when they're in the room with you, but you don't want to melt like the entire world. All right. I just want to close my eyes and my guitar will float in front of me and start playing. Hey, That's where I want to be. I would love that too, but you know, like uh, I just want only because I wouldn't have my... to use my hands because I'm kind of not good at it. <laughs> I could just sit in a chair and the guitar will just float around me playing. There you, you know? go. But that, I need a brain implant for that one. Ah, uh, maybe. Yeah. That's probably right. <laughs> I've seen a but, lot of those no, like, you know, no matter, movies. No matter where you are with your with your craft or your instrument, like there's so much more you can do with it. Oh like, yeah. Like you take the best whatever in the world. That person will probably still tell you that they need to learn more about that instrument or craft. So yeah, I just kind of have that feeling that you know this is a time to really like. There's certainly things that I've slacked on and things that I've like you know overlooked. So now it's a good time to go back and like brush up on some shit. Like okay, what was that about? What what what, what are these scales? that i never really put the attention into learning you know maybe you know brush up on that shit it's boring but <laughs> everything's boring so it's so it's like why not work on yeah. that stuff a That's little true. bit right now i mean you want to uh go to work and have a boring job or you want to be bored learning guitar skills board playing yeah it's one way or another things about it are going to get kind of boring so oh, you just got to sure. find that way to you know sort of up the game but you know like the other guys in my band are always trying to learn new riffs and we kind of challenge each other you know chris and rob and myself we're always trying to like write riffs and outdo each other and and you know it's not a competition but like we want to impress each other so sure so we're always trying to learn little things on the side and you know i'm I'm trying to learn some new techniques that i can barely even do right now like in some i want to get into more classical sort of guitar so there's just a whole world of fucking shit out there oh yeah i believe that to be true so it's just motivating myself (laughs) to try to do it well, fuck. Now I feel like I need to go play some fucking guitar because uh, if you're going to be twice the guitar player you are now, I need to be like 20 times. Nah. <laughs> I, I doubt it. I come from the I'll school of like, hey, Ramones can do it. So can I. Um, but, yeah. you know, like uh, I have a lot more fun just like being a goofball and jumping around on stage than uh, oh, playing totally. guitar anyway. Um, I do too. I do too. Like most of the shit I do on stage is just noise, you know, like I like to play some <laughs> fast shit and like on, on the records, you know, but yeah. live it's very much, you don't want to be the guy that just stands in one place and plays perfect. Like, yeah, that's you, you do some, some improving of the, uh, the licks on, on, oh, on stage. Definitely. Okay. Definitely. Massive lick, uh, improvis- improvisations going on. And yeah, dude, just, just, just fuck it. You know, sometimes you just grab a glass of beer and just wipe it on your strings, you know, just, <laughs> jam your fucking guitar into Hell the yeah. amp you know just that because kids want to relate to like you know just a cool fun rock and roll supposed to be dangerous oh that's right ways, i mean that's, right so and you guys do put on a great show too i gotta say like you guys do move around and you're entertaining you engage the crowd i can't thanks dude. fucking stand it when bands are like maybe they sound great on the album and maybe they sound just yeah. like that live but they're just like standing it's there so playing their instruments perfectly and i'm like okay all right yeah uh, i guess i yeah. should have just watched l- listen to the album I've seen that with a lot of like metal bands where like they're so tight they play so fucking perfect but then it's just so dull like they're just standing there and it's like there's no vibe there's no like yeah connection, there's no performance like, 
you know it's well, like uh yeah yeah i don't know maybe there's like a difference uh, for like a term for that like you, when you when you perform i feel like you, you're performing you're putting on a show when, totally. when you do when you do like what what we were just talking about where you just play the instruments just, it's like a recital you're or just something. practicing <laughs> yeah, yeah it so. is it's like a recital I don't it's just know. like this stage like thing and um i'm just really impressed by bands like the vandals and stuff who get up there and oh God, just fucking nuts. are so funny and and yeah. put on the funniest goofiest live show but then play so good yeah you know like warren and josh are just like incredible players anything they do is just fucking almost perfect but it, yet they're warren's bouncing on one fucking leg with his other leg over his head while he's yeah. doing this shit and fucking josh is smoking a cigarette playing one-handed and all Absolutely. this stuff and it's just like, like but it's flawless so I, I saw that stuff early on and was like that that's a show that's a goddamn show right there oh yeah you know? i'll never and, forget i'll you know, never forget you, any you can play a little sloppy but like they actually are playing good and going nuts. So that was like, it's one thing to just throw your shit around and sound noisy, but wow, they've got it to where they're still sounding good. So that was like really inspirational to try to get to the point where I could like jump around and go crazy, but still hopefully like play the song. Right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, but yeah, dudes like that. I mean, no effects back in the day, put on the fucking most amazing live show. And, oh and, yeah. You know, we, we got to go out with some really good bands, Lagwagon, face to face. Like they all took us on our first tours, so we were exposed to those guys and how they were performing and how they were putting on shows. So that directly in- influenced me. Oh yeah, and that's the thing. It's like you're in that uh, because again, like I said, the uh, the ta- the place that you're in is like always the right time because you just you got that scene there where you can like I don't know bounce uh styles and ideas off of like other bands yeah. even when you tour with them and stuff and mm-hmm. yeah you, oh man i just yeah and there was like love it it was just such a rush dude it was such an exciting scene to be a part of at the time because it was like brand new and there was like an, right. an energy about it and no one had really seen this 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 fusion of sorts of things that that, that had been done that way you know so it was so exciting and i was super young i was like 17 when i joined the band i was oh, wow. 18 when we made the first record and, and went on our first tour so i was like the age of the kids going to those shows and yeah. suddenly i was like right in the middle of it so it was like really awesome to be you know just surrounded by these bands that i was in love with and i was buying their albums anyways and then we fucking were on the label with them so it's like okay cool now like what can i learn from these guys what can i absorb off of all these dudes that have been doing it for years longer than me yeah and uh so i tried to just take it all in you know yeah i think that's an important point to make too uh, uh learning you know from your peers i guess uh yeah and, and maybe they were your heroes at one point but then you get to that level where you tour with them or whatever right and they're really your peers uh and uh you know y- mm-hmm. y- you you should take every uh uh what is it uh chance to uh learn from them and like learn like all right they do that they are real good at doing that uh how can i you know improve my thing based on that i think that's wonderful that's yeah, a oh, wonderful absolutely. lesson that we just learned on the intruder green podcast thank you for that <laughs> you got it you got it man no it's so it's so true though like i would watch the way they, they would hold the guitar and jump you know just silly, sure. silly little things but they would hold it in a way where they would not they, they'd make the guitar sound good they won't strum it in and be like out of tune so yeah, it's like yeah. learning those little okay this is how you do a rock jump on stage you know? like, <laughs> yeah just exactly from the masters just anything much. like that it's it's fucking great yeah and yeah me. yeah it was cool man it was very cool but it was also a trial by fire because they were all like i mean they were older they were 24 and 25 oh I shit that's so 18, old so it's like I'm looking up to these old guys of 24 and 25, yeah. but like it, it, but it was fucking like, it was get your shit and get it. Like they, no one was like, like everyone was very supportive, but it was also like, okay, you're, you're in the real thing now. Like oh, yeah. there's no one trying to fucking hold my hand. It was like, get get the fuck out there and do it. Yeah. And do it good. Sick swim. So I had to learn, you know, I had to learn on the spot. I had to learn, you know, I, I went on my first tour without a guitar tuner. Cause I was just oh, like, shit. I don't need a guitar tuner. You know, <laughs> what, what's that? Wow. You know? And I was just like, when we would go on stage, like before we'd even go into our first song, it'd be like, okay, Jim, give me an A. We're like tuning up on stage before we start. It's like, it must've looked so fucking bad, but you know, you learn. And then after that, Uh Oh, I lost you. Fuck. You there? Hello. 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 Speaker off. Hey, Hey. I can hear you now. Yeah. I lost you a bit there. Uh, Sorry about that. But, um, I'm sorry. I think it was on my uh, end. Okay. Yeah. No worries. 
But, um, yeah, dude, it was just very much get out there and learn from, from the experience. And, you know, I, you, you lose, you lose gear because you forget about it. Like on your first tour, it's like, oh shit, I forgot to grab my fucking cable. I forgot to grab, you know, <laughs> yeah. and Jim Cherry was like a pranker. So he would like, if you forgot to like put your guitar away right after the show, he would like hide it and pretend it got stolen, oh, you know, good. and then you'd be fucking, oh, my guitar is fucking gone for like the whole day. And then he'd like surprise you the next day. Oh, I've got it. Here yeah. it is. Just don't he's, leave it behind. So, teaching lessons. you know, yeah, there's there's ways to learn, like you know, learn to 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 do what you had to do. But um, yeah. but it's always a learning experience, dude. Every time you travel, every time you go somewhere new, you learn something new about that culture, about the people there, and it's really awesome, man. Oh man, well, I feel like we could keep talking. I I don't know. I love talking to you, bud. Uh, it's good catching up. Yeah, dude. But it was absolutely. Uh, we'll do it again sometime. Well, yeah, but I still got one uh thing I gotta talk to you about. And it's uh, crime stories. Do you got any? Some crime stories. Yeah. Hmm. Well, uh, I suppose. I mean, nothing too much crime that we did. When I was a little kid, I got in some trouble with my friends, like breaking into like schools and shit like that. Oh, and, that's like, good Stealing stuff. fucking fire extinguishers from our school and stealing the books and like you know just being a fucking little dumbass. But uh, you know, I got in some trouble for that shit. So I, I learned early on, like you know don't go to jail don't get arrested it's fucking bad news like just you know play guitar (laughs) so so i put all my effort into music at that point but um you know the band has had some crime stories we had like 30 grand stolen from us holy shit uh, it was money that was paid it was like all our merch money from a tour and we we brought it home to pay our merch bill it was actually the money to pay the bill we had like a thirty thousand dollar merch oh yeah yeah and and so we had this money just sitting in a closet and instead of paying the bill, it just was like, it was just sitting there. And, um, someone found out that this money was being kept at oh, one of our God. houses and they fucking arranged a break in. And there's different theories on who it was and how they knew and who was involved and stuff. But the end of the day was we, we went to play a show out of town. We came back and found out that the, the, the garage was broken into the house was broken into. And that's the money that was fucking stolen. So we had to like fucking raise 30 grand to like pay our merch bill from other means. And it was a huge fucking issue. And we kind of think we, we, we have good ideas about who did it now, but um, there's nothing you can really do about it. But oh, I know what you can do careful, about man. it. Fucking call death by stereo. That's yeah, what you do. All right. That's what we should have done. We could have put some thumb screws on some people. That's and right. Found out the truth. <laughs> but uh, but you learn from it. You just don't keep your fucking money in your fucking garage or in your fucking closet longer than it needs to be. You, you pay those bills. Okay. Yeah. You pay those fucking bills yeah, right away. True. And you don't. Yeah. You know, the guy, the guy thought he was like making interest off the shit sitting in his closet. It's like, dude, all you did was get it fucking stolen. But mm. um, anyway, so there was that. We've had we've had other little things, you know. We've had our van and trailer stolen from us actually uh, a few oh, years fuck. later. We were in Philly and we just pulled into a hotel at like six in the morning after driving all night. That sounds like fucking, Philly. Yeah, dude, somewhere in South Philly, some shitty fucking like Super Eight type hotel. Yep. And um, we're checked in, we get in, and someone sees our van driving out of the parking lot. And it's oh. like, wait, who's got the van? Who the fuck is the van? We call each other out of the van. We're like, oh motherfucker! And then it was stolen, and uh, we had to finish the tour like riding in our support vans, support bands vans. They would all give us rides and let us play on their gear. And then uh, we ended up finding the van like two weeks later. They found it and everything was stripped out of it. All of our course. gear was gone. You know, we yeah. lost all our guitars, all our amps, all oh. that shit. So, you know, and then we've had like other little break-ins where someone loses like a computer or something. But uh, that's just being on the road, dude. There's really no way to avoid any of i mean you know hopefully not to that level but you're gonna lose something you know someone's gonna get stolen at some point if you're touring all the time yeah for sure we've 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 lost some stuff i don't think we've ever actually had anything stolen but you know that's because nothing bad ever happens to us so uh, i hope it never does (laughs) i love saying it's a bummer (laughs) yeah i believe it to be true and i hope it i hope nothing bad ever happens to you again Thanks, bud. Ah, oh, thank you. Yeah, I think we're pretty good. Like we've gotten it out of our system now. We've That's lost, right. I think over a hundred grand. It, oh. Like once you lose over a hundred grand, I think you're pretty. I think we're good. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we'll see. But it's all good, man. Fucking, that's what we're in it for. You know, you, you, you live the life. You, you you roll the dice. That's right. Absolutely. Life is all about rolling dice. That's good it stuff. It is, man. It is. I love it. It is. All right. You take your chances. Yeah, that's right. I'm right. a man. It was good to talk to you, Green. You too, buddy. I'll, uh, too. I will uh, speak to you soon uh, about when this comes out and everything. And uh, hopefully we'll meet yeah. up again uh, 
somewhat soon, you know, down the line. Yeah, hopefully, man. That would be a great time to see you guys again. I can't wait to play more shows with you guys, and uh, let's uh, let's get through it together, all right? Hell yeah, buddy. All right, bud. Take it easy. I'll talk to you soon. And that's it for the Intruder Green Podcast. I want to thank Jake again for being on it. Go check out uh, everything strung out. Uh, you know, I'm sure you can find everything on their website, like we probably talked about in the podcast. Um, you can hit me up on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, all on Intruder Green. The Intruder Green call-in line is plus 1608-535-9608. Patreon.com slash Intruder Green. Uh, if you want to become a producer of the show, the Intruder Green Podcast is produced by Colin Bennett, hair and makeup by Genevieve Smith, set designed by Dylan Raymer, catering Matthew Hendershot, lighting squeak lights, Rahway, New Jersey. Our theme song is Particles by Typhro. A wop, bobble, loop, a wop, bam, boom.